Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back to the 131st episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. I'm Colleen O'Grady, the host of the show. Today, I'm going to revisit why this podcast is named Power Your Parenting. What does that even mean, and how do you actually power your parenting? A big reason I named this podcast Power Your Parenting is because I think a lot of moms don't feel powerful. They actually feel powerless and disempowered in their parenting especially when it comes to parenting teens. When you feel powerless, it isn't good for you or your teens. I am committed to helping moms reclaim their personal power so that they are able to empower their teens. Easy, right? Actually, no. Before I get into this podcast, I want to remind you that my Power Your Parenting program is starting next Monday, September 27th. What is this and who's it for? This is for a group of like-minded moms who want to enjoy their life more and enjoy their teens. It's for moms who are sick of the daily drama with their teens and are tired of being drawn into the drama trap. It's for moms who are ready to have a peaceful home, a happy home, where you don't have to worry when things are going to spin out of control again. It's for moms who want to grow as a person and as a parent, and for moms who need a safe place to tell their truth, just be honest and be authentic. We'll meet together for seven weeks. Every day you get a lesson, encouragement from me, both audio and PDF. And once a week, you will get to experience me, Colleen, live. I'll be your coach. You can ask me anything. This is going to be a small group of moms, and you'll get individual coaching from me so you can apply what we talked about that day. Again, my Power Your Parenting program starts September 27th. If you want to know more, email me at Colleen two L's, two E's, at dialdownthedrama.com. Or you can go to my website and email me from there and tell me why you're interested in the Power Your Parenting program, and we'll see if you're a good fit. It will definitely sell out because I limit the size so that I can really get to know you. This is really one of the most favorite things I do because I get to know you, my listeners, and because this program works. 
And I love seeing how your life and your relationship with your teen will change in a positive way at the end of the seven weeks. Okay, so what does power your parenting mean? A lot of times when we think about powering our parenting, we think of power over. We want power over our kids. We want power to get our teens to obey us, do what we ask, to be respectful towards us, respect us, respect our boundaries. We want to use power to protect our teens and guide them to make good decisions. We want power to make them adopt our values and beliefs. We want power to make them steady and do what they need to do to be successful. We want power so they won't do anything bad or get in trouble. We want power to keep them on the straight and narrow. We want power to make them give us their screens at the end of the day, get their chores done, get to school on time, and go to bed on time. You want power to change their mind, their mood, squelch every attitude, all defiance, looks, words, and actions. Power is definitely needed to parent a teen, but not all quote, power is useful or helpful. In fact, some power moves are destructive in parenting. I learned this not in an ivory tower of academia, but up close and personal with my daughter. When my daughter was 11 or 12, it was a normal day. I came home from work and my daughter hadn't started her homework and she needed some poster board and other things for her project. I told her that I'd go to the store for her and asked her to start her homework and clean up her room while I was going to the store. I thought we had a deal. I go to the store and my daughter would do her homework and clean her room. And I thought that she'd appreciate the sacrifice I was making because, of course, I would rather just have some time for me after work, right? But no. When I came home, my daughter was on the couch watching SpongeBob with no evidence that she had done anything. But a deal was a deal, so I said, did you clean your room, start your homework? And she said, sure. Now I know you know this, but sure didn't mean like, sure, I did it. It was a sarcastic brush off. The blatant disrespect went through me like a bolt of lightning. I thought, we had a deal. I said something else to her and got a whatever. And just like those Marvel comic books that say, bam, boom, kabam, I blew up. Now, I'm a real chill person. If any of you know the Enneagram, I am the nine, the peacemaker. It takes a lot for me to snap. But I went from zero to 100 in one second. I thought, this is never going to happen to me again. I'm going to shut this down for good. So I went into the biggest mother lecture ever from the day that she was born and how this behavior is going to stop now and I will not put up with this attitude. And if you ever want to see your friends again, blah, 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 which is exactly what my daughter heard. Blah, blah, blah. Now my therapist, Angel, on my shoulder was whispering in her still small voice, this is not helpful. It will only make things worse. But I knocked her off my shoulder and kept going. And yes, yes, I raised my voice. And some may call that yelling. When I finally stopped, my daughter was stunned, shocked. She had never seen me act this way. For a few seconds, I felt victorious. She would never do this again. I had stood up in all my power and she had backed down. I had won. She had lost. Me 
big mama bear, you, small child. And I can't lie, that felt great again for a second. Because one minute later, she glared at me with such hatred and then yelled at me and threw back in my face what I had thrown at her, but even more out of control. My daughter was already taller than me. She took a step towards me, looking down at me, and... I had a choice to yell louder, but I finally listened to the wiser part of me and stepped back. This incident shook me to the core and actually was a catalyst to help me figure out what was going on with me and with so many other moms. And here's what I realized. I was looking for a shortcut. Like, I'm a busy mom, and I didn't want to keep dealing with her daily attitude. So I tried out what they call power over. But really what power over is, is using force, threats, and fear to dominate another person, i.e. your teen. And bottom line, it didn't work with my daughter, but it doesn't work with anyone. Power over doesn't work. Even though I thought I was teaching her to obey me and respect me, what I really taught her was how to lose self-control and fight with me. We think if we are forceful, we can change the situation. Nothing has worked in the past, and we are tired of feeling powerless, so we start using the big guns of force. We think we haven't been strong enough, adamant enough, tough enough, hard enough, and that's how we get pulled into this dominating, forceful energy. Of course, we wouldn't want anyone else to treat us that way. Though we wouldn't want to admit this, we are using bullying energy to try to stop our teens. Our teens will never say, thank you, mom, for being firm with me. But more importantly, they won't ever learn the lesson that you actually want them to learn. Because of the teen's immature brain, they tend to see things in black and white. They will think, my mom hates me. I can't ever do anything right. She thinks I'm a loser. And they will either go into their teen cave and hide from you or completely shut down or they'll fight back. What's really happening here is that you've lost self-control and you are now in reactive mode and in stress response. All that force comes from the reactive part of the brain. Normally, your teens spend much of their waking hours in the reactive part of their brains. It doesn't take much for them to get triggered and react. And now, the two of you are reacting. This reactivity between you and your teen is when things can spiral out of control quickly. And this is when you say things that are careless and mean. And your teen says things that are careless and mean. In my book, Dial Down the Drama, I call this the drama dance. But that makes it sound really nice, doesn't it? See, when I talk about drama, what I mean is that you are in reactive mode and in stress response. And your teen is in reactive mode and in stress response. You are offline from the higher brain that can look at problems rationally. Remember that you really love this kid? Have perspective and remember the big picture? And that your teen really is a great human being? They're just being immature? When you are in the middle of the drama dance, there's a lot of judgment going back and forth with binary generalizations like, you never clean your room. Well, maybe that's true. Or you might say, you are always disrespectful. You don't care about my feelings. You are lazy. And your teen will respond and throw these kind of statements back at you. Wow. You think you are so perfect. So why did dad divorce you? 
this stuff can be really mean, especially between mothers and daughters. It's really painful and upsetting, which can stay with you for days, weeks, and sometimes years. And your daughter feels the same way about you and what you said. This stuff is really hurtful. And most moms suffer alone with these careless words swirling around their brains. Like, how can my daughter say that to me? How can my son do that to me? This is where we can feel like failures as a mom. But your teen can feel like a failure too, despite what they say and how they protest. They replay what you say in their heads a million times. So my mom thinks I'm stupid. My mom thinks I'm lazy. My mom really thinks I'm a slut. One of the most harmful things about this drama dance is that it will keep escalating way farther than what you would have intended. There's a cumulative effect on your relationship with your teen if it's never dealt with. Drama harms your relationship with your teen. Well, you may say, it doesn't matter what she thinks of me because I'm not supposed to be your best friend. Well, you're not supposed to be your enemy either, and you don't want to contribute to her low self-esteem, and you will, because of the careless words we say when we react. Look, I've spent over 50,000 hours working with families. I see this stuff all the time. Drama hurts. If this cumulative drama is not dealt with, it will build a huge wall between you and your teen. You may start getting one-word answers from your teen, or they start to avoid you, or never home, or always in their rooms. They don't want to come downstairs and have dinner with you because they're afraid you're going to criticize them. This dominating, forceful power thinks the end justifies the means. This is not true. You will never get to the end result you desire. The means sabotage the end or destination that you wanted for your teen. This dominating, forceful, reactive power thinks that if my yelling wasn't enough, then I need more ammunition like shame, threats, and negative predictions, meaning you need to be more forceful to get your teen's attention. When you are reactive, you are not even conscious you're doing this, but that's when the shaming comments like, you are worthless, come out. Or the negative predictions like, I guess you don't care about your future, so why should I? Or the threats. If you don't put any effort into your studies, I'll sell your car, or you won't leave this house for the next six months. All these negative tactics just keep building the wall higher and higher. If you're stuck in this force mode, you reassure yourself, well, I'm right, so I need to act this way. Again, the end does not justify the means. I saw a mom who was mad at her daughter for cutting on herself. So in front of her daughter, mom cut on herself. And her daughter was horrified. I know the mom did this to get her daughter's attention to stop her from cutting. But that's not what happened. She escalated the situation. And it was traumatic for her daughter. And this didn't get her daughter to stop cutting. She felt mocked by her mother and believed her mother hated her, which drove the daughter to do more cutting. Drama is harmful to your health, to your relationship with your teen and your home life. Your relationship with your teen matters. Research has shown that a healthy relationship with your teen is correlated with your teen being healthy and successful. In other words, the quality of your relationship with your teen is foundational for good parenting and for their self-esteem. You cannot parent well without a healthy connection. 
I hope you can see this forceful, dominating power is destructive to you and your teen. The ironic thing is that the more you use force, the more you lose self-control and the more powerless you become. The good news is that there is another way, a healthy way to use power that empowers both you and your teen. There is a way to power your parenting. In contrast to power over, there is another kind of power, and that is a power within. Power within is related to a person's sense of self-worth and self-awareness. A big way you know that you have tapped into the power within is you have self-control. In other words, you feel like you want to lay into your spouse or teen, but you can use self-constraint, even if your teen has been the most obnoxious they've ever been. You harness your tongue, you take a pause, you walk away. Power within helps you self-regulate and stay grounded, even when there's a ton of conflict. Another way you know you've tapped into the power within is that what you say you believe and your values are congruent with your words, behavior, and actions. I'm not talking about perfection, but there's an authenticity when you miss the mark and you own up to it. Just the fact that you can own your part and say you're sorry is congruent with what you say you believe. And believe me, your teen is going to point out your incongruencies. To tap into the power within, you have to tap into your self with a capital S. Power within knows the difference between selfish and taking care and paying attention to yourself. It's not selfish to honor and listen to your self. It's the very power you need to parent. In my book, Dial Down the Drama, and in my Power Your Parenting program, I first start off helping you get in touch with your power within. And this is challenging because moms are given cultural messages that make it hard for you to take care of yourself. It feels like if you sit down for 15 minutes to catch your breath, you're letting everyone down in your whole family. There are many deterrents from us discovering our power within, like busyness. When we're racing around at 100 miles an hour every day, when we're numbing through really anything like food, alcohol, shopping, even work, perfectionism and people-pleasing, striving to please everyone but ourselves, perfectionism, people-pleasing, busyness, and numbing disconnect us from our true selves, and we can end up feeling like mother machines just doing stuff and being productive all day long and night with no emotions, no soul, and definitely no joy. Right now, two years into COVID, there's another phenomenon that's impacting moms. Moms have very little reserves to none. We've had to put out 200% into our families for so long, and we haven't had a chance to replenish these reserves, which leaves us all mothered out. Our reserves are so important because we need it to parent teens. We are constantly interrupted or disappointed or stressed because something just went off the rails with our teens. With no reserves, it's hard to calm ourselves down and not just spew out our raw feelings or have a complete meltdown. One way to find out if you don't have any reserves is to answer this question. How do you react when something even small falls apart? Today, I was visiting my mom, who's 89, and her TV keeps her company during the day along with her caretakers. 
But when I got there, the TV stopped working. Again. I've been trying to get this TV cable company to fix the problem, and I've been getting the runaround for two weeks. Annoying things like this. Reveal how much reserves you have. See, I notice a difference from Colleen who has healthy reserves and Colleen who is low on reserves. Colleen without reserves gets rattled, scattered, and pretty irritated. I did push through all of that and I signed up for another TV cable company. Point being, there's a difference when you have reserves and when you don't have them. In normal times, the summer is a good time to fill up on those reserves after a great vacation. But my question to you is, do you feel rested, ready for whatever may come after the summer? Is your mothering tank full? Well, I'm guessing probably not. It's going to take a while to fill up our mothering tank and build up our reserves. You don't fill up these reserves automatically. You have to be super intentional to take care of your physical self, emotional self, and spiritual self. This means getting you and the things that give you energy into your calendar. It always helps to get support and accountability when you're trying to make these changes. It's hard for us to do it on our own because our family's needs often takes precedence over our own needs. But this is where power within starts. It's taking care of your body, your soul, mind, and spirit. It's your whole sense of self as a mom. I mean, who else is going to do it for you? Your teen? Your spouse? Without this, we walk around in a brain fog, which I call mother fog. But here's the deal. One of our superpowers comes from our clarity. And when you are in a fog, you are not clear. But your teen is clear about what he or she wants. Maybe not about when their chemistry test is, But they're clear that they want to go to Chad's party and not come home till 2. They're clear that they want to keep their phones with them all night long. So a big part of this power within is striving for 100% clarity in regards to what we value, our rules, our boundaries. If we are 80% clear, that opens the door for your teen to argue with you and bombard you with all of their teenage tactics. Part of your clarity is your deep knowing, your intuition, that still small voice. You need space to tap into that voice. And when you do, you just know what's right and when things are wrong. Even when things look good on paper, you know that's not right for my teen. Another aspect of our power within is strategy. It allows us to replace our one-hour mothering rants with stepping back and parenting strategically. We don't yell out things like, how do you think this makes me feel? Your teens won't say anything compassionate back to you, I promise. Power within chooses intention and strategy over reactivity. See, when you're arrested and you get your I feel good energy back and your clarity, the next step is to set intentions and then strategize how you're going to put legs on your intentions. You strategize how you're going to spend quality time with your teen. You strategize how to avoid getting pulled into drama. You strategize the morning time and the evening time, which tends to have the most drama. And you strategize around the phone. You strategize how you'll communicate and anticipate what your teen might do. All of that goes into the strategy. 
Strategy is clear. Reactivity is just venting. Let me tell you, when you tap into this power within, it feels great. I mean, you feel great because you see that this is the real way to power your parenting and create the home environment and the relationship with your teen that you really want. Again, my book, Dial Down the Drama, goes into all of this. And my Power Your Parenting program does too. It starts Monday, September 27th. It's the only time I'm going to launch it this year. I do still have a few spots open. This is designed to give you support with other like-minded moms and get personal coaching from me and daily encouraging messages so that you can get your I feel good energy back, turn your fog into clarity and your clarity into intention and your intention into strategy. It will help you break those reactive drama patterns and create a whole new dance with your teen. If you're interested, email me and tell me why you need this program at Colleen, two L's, two E's, at dialdownthedrama.com. This concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. If this podcast has been helpful, I would absolutely love it if you could go to Apple Podcasts and give Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast a five-star review. This makes it easier for other moms like you to find the support and encouragement they need. Also, my best-selling and award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict, Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, A Guide for Mothers Everywhere. You can find that and order it online at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And you can always find other great resources and contact me at ColleenOGrady.com, two L's and two E's. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.